So is everybody good today? Cool. Six people are are doing all right. You're right. That you're right. That is better than none. We just need to figure out how we help the rest of these people feel a little better and get excited for Sunday. I do get it though. When I say I understand, I understand. But we got time today, right? Is anybody on a time schedule? I know. It ain't like the Steelers are playing, so we ain't got to rush home. I'm sorry. Sorry for you Steeler fans. Um, so I got a question. It's been a minute since I get to talk to you guys, and we're about two weeks into uh, a new year. So who's still holding up their New Year's resolution, diets, you're going to start changing it up this year, doing new things? Anybody? Did anyone do them this year? There we go. You didn't have one? Then you're holding up good then. That might be the way to do it, just not make them no more. Try not to lie to yourself. That's pretty, uh, that's a different one. So I started one, and you guys are going to laugh, but, and I'm super far into it. I started reading more. So I've got to tell you a funny story. So my wife, as we're getting to know each other, my beautiful wife sitting up here, we're trying to figure out everything about one another, and she's like, well, what do you like to do? I'm like, what do you like to do? She's like, I love to read. I'm like, me too. I was like, <laughs> the, the classic, I like long walks on the beach. I like, no. <laughs> but I'm like, I love to read. And she's, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, who's your favorite author? I'm like, ah. there's like 40 different ones. I mean, I didn't lie to her. I read the Bible, right? There's a bunch of different authors in there. Um, but no, so I started to be more intentional this year about reading. My whole family reads. They set their phones down. They read for a while. So I went to the library. Yes, I did. Got me a card. I mean, Trav got some books, but I am 14 pages into this book. I am proud of myself. You know why? Because that's further than I've ever been in any other book outside the Bible. So I'm still doing good. Right? No, it's, uh, it's going to be a good day. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Uh. So we're back into the series, 23 and We. Thank you, Big Cat. My man's learning up there. He's helping us out. Give him a hand. He's doing good. But we're, we're back in the series, and today we're going to talk about a new command. Um, I always try to share a little bit about what's going on in my life to try to make it real with you guys. So go to the next slide, Big Cat. So this is a tree house, y'all, and it may not look like it, well, maybe it does. I don't know what kind of tree houses you built when you were kids, but this was a tree house, so me and my wife have been making time to get away to spend with one another, and uh, yeah, we get there, and she's, and I did not dress for the occasion. I have white shoes on. I'm like, this guy's like showing us all this stuff. I'm like trying to walk down this dirt road to get to this cabin that she is afraid of heights, so I don't know why she even picked this, but, uh, but yeah, so it, it was super cool, it was, uh, 
it was new. It was different. But what, I, what it made me think of to talk about this was we were getting ready to, to leave the house. So I don't know about you guys or if you know much about us, but we have a, uh, a big family, right? I feel like I bought a zoo. We have 17 dogs. We got 30 kids. We got, uh, it's, it's just crazy. It's all over the place. But no, we're, so we're going to take this time. To, we're going to go away and, and spend the night. So, you know, the kids are, it's go time, right? So we're getting ready to leave, and you know when Mama Bear kicks in, and she's like, listen, we're going to do something new. We're going to start, I'm going to lay down a new role, which it really isn't new. She's been teaching and saying this forever, and we do this all the time, but it's, it's more serious now. Because we are going away and we're not going to be there. So it's time for you to kick in all this stuff that we've been teaching and learning. So, you know, don't obviously with, with our kids. It's like, do not touch the oven. Do you, we're trying. We're getting there. But it's microwave dinners. It's, we're, we're still working on them. But no, it's your, it's your average. Don't do this. Don't do that. You guys know. And most of all, what's the one thing that if you got kids... And you're not going to be around. What's the one thing you tell them? What? Oh, yeah. Lock, don't answer the door for no one. That's a, that's a given. But be nice to each other. Right? Oh, and you telling siblings that. You got a dog that I swear we picked up from hell itself. Um, it's a puppy. Yeah, it's just a little crazy. But, uh, but you do, right? You're like, this is important. You older, you need to take care of the younger, and, and fighting is never good, especially when there's not a parent around or any of those things. So uh, it made me think of that because the seriousness to, to what we're going to talk about today is that we as believers, as the church, we need to start taking these things that we're learning and elevating them, going to the next level with this. And... Uh, you guys have heard this, a new command. I do want to bring some context a little bit just about what's going on in the chapter. Uh, but my main two uh, verses that we're going to talk about today is going to be um, John chapter 13. So if you have your Bibles or your phones, um, go ahead. I'll give you a second to get there. If you don't have your Bibles, don't worry. Something will be up on the screen that you can follow along with. But uh, John chapter 13, 34 and 35 is going to be our main verses, but we're going to get there uh, because I want to I kind of lay this out and give a new look to, to what's going on. There is so much packed into what we're going to talk about, guys, but I'm, I'm strictly focused on today the commandment that's given and to really, really focus in on that. You can go back and study the rest of John chapter 13 and probably stay there for months. It's super good. But uh, go ahead to the next slide. So, so what's happening starting off in this chapter is Jesus is washing his disciples' feet. Um, we'll just read a couple verses here, starting in verse 3. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. Sounds like my wife. When she, when she like, we're leaving the house, she's like, we're not staying long. I, I came from my bed, and I'm returning back to my bed. 
<laughs> so he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. So, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on what's going on here, but there's so much in this. Um, just a couple key things that, you know, back then, at this time, your feet were the dirtiest things because the streets were mud, there was animal feces everywhere, there was trash, all kinds of stuff. And then when you went into someone's place of residence or, or wherever to sit down for a meal, you're at a lower level. So where you're sitting, your feet are exposed. So you don't want nothing funky on your feet. You want to make sure your toenails aren't curling up over. You know what I mean? You, you took care of your feet. This was important. Don't look at me, Phil. Um, but this was important. Again, and there's so much significance to, to the washing of the feet, and I really encourage you to study this more. I'm just trying to tell you what's leading up to, to some, some of the things that are about to happen. Go to the next slide, please. So in this, Jesus is displaying humility and his servanthood. Guys, I believe that in this new year, for us as a church to go further and to be able to reach more and to really show the love of Christ, we as individuals need to work on our humility. So God's laying on my heart because that is a big part of us being able to really express, and we'll get more into to all of it, but Humility is a thing that we need to work on. This is what Jesus is exampling. He's exampling humility. He's shown his servanthood. Um, Like like I was just explaining, this this was the lowest of things that you you could do as a servant is wash somebody else's feet. What else I want to do real quick, too, to keep uh, perspective here? you got to think, we are reading this thousands of years later. Right. At this time, you know, this is this is super real to them. They're unsure what's going on. We can read it now with a little more understanding, but they have no idea at this point really what's about to happen. Um, so there's so much into this to, to take away from this when we study this. But Jesus washing their feet, they they should have been washing his feet in, in, in reality. It, you know what I mean? He's their master. But there wasn't a servant around. It wouldn't have even dawned on them to wash his feet. Uh, there's so much into this. I don't want to stay there. I can stay there for a while. But uh, Matthew 20, 28. Every scripture that I'm reading is from the message translation today. I hope that doesn't bother you. If it does, I'll pray for you. Um, man, y'all, it's a tough crowd today. New year, new attitude, right? Did we forget that one? So it says, this is what the Son of Man has done. He came to serve, not be served, and then to give away his life in exchange for the many who are held hostage. The humility expressed by the act with the towel and basin foreshadows his ultimate act of humility and love on the cross. Because there, there's so much, again, there's so much into this um, and I'd like to spend more time, but we've got to keep moving. Go to the next slide, please. So what we're talking about in this new series is about our DNA as believers. 
as a church, 23 and we, the body. Um, you know, we're to emulate him, serving one another in loneliness and heart and mind, seeking to build one another up in humility and love. So John 13, 12 through 17 is going to you know, touch on this a little bit, starting in verse 12. Then he said, do you understand what I have done to you? You address me as teacher and master, and rightly so. That is what I am. So if I, the master and teacher, washed your feet, you must now wash each other's feet. I've laid down a pattern for you. What I've done, you do. I'm only pointing out the obvious. A servant is not ranked above his master. An employee doesn't give orders to the employer. If you understand what I'm telling you, act like it and live a blessed life. Man, that's so good, right? It's simply just saying, if you're understanding this, do it. Like he, Jesus coined Nike, just do it. Like he, you know what I mean? If we grasp these things and we understand what we're reading, what we're doing as, as believers, then why is there a disconnect in loving others and doing what what he, he called us to do. And, and, that's what, and that's what this is kind of touching on. It's not meant to step on people's toes. It's meant to, out of love, express to say, listen, if you're grasping the things that I'm doing and why I'm doing them, you would want to partake in these things as well. Let's go to the next slide. So then the, the famous uh, betrayed by Judas... Um, 18 through 20, I'm not including all of you in this. Do you know why he's not including all of them in it? Because the betrayal of Judas, the attitude of his heart. He's leaving out what is not meant to be. So I know precisely whom I've selected so as not to interfere with the fulfillment of the scripture. The one who ate bread at my table will stab me in the back. I'm telling you all this ahead of time so that when it happens, you will believe that I am who I say that I am. Make sure you get this right. Receiving someone I send is the same as receiving me. Just as receiving me is the same as receiving the one who sent me. So I don't know if you guys are picking up a pattern here or what's going on, but it's a constant. It's a constant passing down and passing out, passing down and passing out. It's, it's, it's trying to lead us up to what we're about to talk about. So keep, keep going. And this is just in context of what's going on in chapter 13 leading up to where we're going to be at. So next slide. The next part of this is where we're going to spend most of our time today. A new commandment. So this new commandment. 34 and 35, let me give you a new command. Love one another in the same way I loved you. You love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples. When they see the love you have for each other. Guys, this is so, and what I love about this message translation, it's so simple. Like, it's so simple to understand. Like Fred was saying the other week, if you're struggling to read the word, to, to retain it, to understand it, do whatever you have to do. He will meet you, and he will start to open your eyes up 
But this makes it so simple for me to just be like, oh, wow. This is how easy it is. So let's go. uh, We're talking about uh, in this series new. We're 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 going to the word new, which is kanos. If I said that wrong, uh, I have some fact checkers here. Phil's on his phone right now. I see his little fingers going. Um, Um, If I don't know if you guys can see it or not, but it uh, it respects form, freshly made, fresh, recent, unused, unworn, uh, as respects substance of a new kind. Um, unprecedented, uh, uncommon, unheard of. And then the other one that I want to focus on is love. And I'm not going to try to say this. I I was listening to it like 30 times with that person. Go ahead. Did y'all hear that? Agapao. Yeah, I don't see it. It just, it's a no-go for me. But of persons to welcome, to entertain, to be fond of, to love dearly of things, to be well pleased, to be contended at or with a thing. So in that new, the word new, a new commandment, how many of us know that that's not so new? This isn't something that we've never heard before or we haven't seen before. This is what uh, I like to call it. It's a refresher, right? Like, there needs to be a new look to this. What I believe in for our church in 2023 and, and as we're doing this is that we're going to understand love in a new way that's going to go to next level loving. Right? And that's what we're hoping for. Because if you go to the next slide, the most important command, Matthew, I, used, I chose to use Matthew here, Matthew 22, 37 through 40, it says, Jesus said, Love the Lord, because they asked, what's the most important commandment? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important, the first of any list. But there is a a second to send alongside of it. Love others as well as you love yourself. These two commands are pegs. Everything in God's law and the prophets hang from them. So this isn't. This isn't new, guys. This is not completely new to us. What he's saying here is, I want to refresh this in your minds that this new command that I'm letting you know of, because something big is about to happen, right? What's taking place right now? Do we know? He's about to get arrested. He's about to get beaten. He's about to be complete. The game is about to change completely. What they knew in the physical was about to completely change, and they were going to be left to carry this thing out with hopefully the heart and understanding of everything that they have been taught or have been learning this whole time. So it's really about to change. Again, when we think about where they're at in, in, in this situation, we sit here and read it now. We know the, the beginning and the end, so we look at it different. But when we look at this, we miss the urgency of understanding how important these things really are. So this is not, again, this is not, go to the next slide, please. This is not the... Uh, 
the first time that we're doing this. So he says, I'm going to break this down for you. Let me give you a new command, love one another. And these are just coming up some of my notes. Don't get upset. We, we say butthurt. I don't know if I can say that up here, but don't, yeah, I did. <laughs> but this is not a suggestion. This is an order. This is a command. Like this isn't saying, well, if you want to, just start to love each other. All right? And we're going to go into the ne- I think the next slide might hurt some feelings or two down, but we'll, we'll go into it. Uh, I hate, I'm, I'm taking some things out of my vocabulary this year. God's still working on me in that area. Listen, when things are given to us in the Bible, which is truth, which we understand that, and we're to apply it to our lives, because when we apply it, then it helps transform us. And as we're transforming and we're growing as people, like if you don't want to grow, you are going to stay stuck in the excuses of, well, God's still working on me in this area. I'm... Like you're, what you're telling me is the one that created you to begin with is struggling how to change you into the person he created you to be. He knew how he wanted you to be. He's not struggling. You are. You are choosing to not allow him to do the work in you that's going to transform you so then he can use you to the fullest so you can reach other people out here. We have to, we have to get out of this mindset of, yeah, you know, uh, it's excuses, I'm not going to say it, I've already said enough up here, but we know it. Everybody has them, we know the old saying, but you have to be the one to stop, stop resting that, hanging your hat on that, and staying stuck where you're at, because there is people out here that, that love you. There's people out here that want to help you. Most of all, you got everything you need in front of you that's going to help you Get through the things that you're struggling with and dealing with. Why people are supporting you. So, the last point that I put down there for that one is, it requires a result, guys. When he's saying this, like like I said, it's not a suggestion. It's, you must do this, and it must produce results. I'm leaving... I love when Evie gets into it with the girls, Grace. She's like, Grace, listen, I don't know what else to do to help you. Like, what if something happens to me? And you're stuck. She's laughing. Uh, I'm sorry. But it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit. It's just popping things up into it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the seriousness of this is that I'm not going to be here to hold your hand. Yes, I'm sending you an advocate. I'm not talking about none of that. But I'm saying you still have to be the one willing to grab a hold and start putting one foot in front of the other and stepping and walking through this because guess what? You don't grow by doing this. Uh, I don't know. I'm not ready yet. You don't do that. But how do you get there to know? Be like, and I don't even care if, listen, because this stage is, it's, it's squeaking. I don't know if I fall through. <laughs> No, but you put one foot in front of another, you keep going, and that's how you get strengthened to grow, to get through, to, to build up. So the first part of this is that. Let me give you a new command. Let me tell you, uh, give you a refresher of what this should look like going forward and how things should be. So number two, standard. 
Because I, I, I feel like I get this a lot too, is, is as we're going through this, it's like, well, how, how are we supposed to do that? We have been given a standard, y'all. In the same way I loved you. That's the standard. We love others the way that he loved us. It's not that hard to figure out when you think about it. We're searching. Here's what's happening. We're searching for what matches and meets our agenda and what makes us comfortable. That, that's the problem. We're trying to follow our standard. And guess what? Our standard didn't save anybody. I love all y'all. Please don't be upset with me, but it was his blood. It was his way. He's the only way to get to the Father. It ain't, ain't, ain't through none of us. It ain't through anything that we can do. It's what he already did. So we have a standard. So 1 John 3.16, I love this verse. says, this is how we've come to understand and experience love. Christ sacrificed his life for us. This is why we ought to live sacrificially for our fellow believers can y'all read that? Is that big enough up there? And not just be out for ourselves. Ooh-wee. I know, right? It's getting like a, I feel like getting a little spiritual workout or something up in here. That's tough. But listen, guys, what I'm, what I'm trying to really get across is we have to start looking at this. Stop confusing ourselves with how do I do this? What does this look like? Where do I start? And start reading the scripture that has been set out and designed to walk you through how to do what he's called you to. It ain't that hard. Now, the other end of that is, well, it ain't that easy either. People are tough, but I guarantee you, you are tough to other people as well. We don't have any excuses. When I read this, and guys, this is me, this is my notes. When I read this, that, that's what I read. I, I've started to remove things out of my life and not make them options. When that's not an option, then I don't waste no time, energy, anything on that. And I leave it out. And, and then that way, it has nothing to do with me. I don't spend no time on it, pay no mind to it, and I can move forward and push forward to the things that I need to. When you leave something as an option, I promise you eventually you're going to take that option. I don't know what it is, but eventually some, somewhere at some point in time, if, if you leave that as an option, you will pick that up and take it. So we have to stop making, uh, making excuses and, and leaving... Uh, Options that aren't going to improve uh, our situation, grow the kingdom, any of that. Go to the next slide, please. Action. Ooh, Action Jackson. We love, or you love one another. What does that say to you? He tells us uh, we have a fresh command. Want you uh, want you to focus on this. I've showed you the standard, so there's no excuses of 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 why you should or shouldn't or can't or do, whatever. You now have an action to do with this. 
that means an action is I have to take a step in and I have to start doing these things. What this isn't saying, this does not say you do you, by the way, love, love other people if it fits in your agenda. It benefits you. If they do something for you. If they are doing everything they are supposed to be doing. I'll say that one again. If they are doing everything they are supposed to be doing. If they stop being negative. If they stop lying all the time. My wife. God had to really work on me with that one. All these white lies about what's in the fridge or what do we have. If they stop starting drama. And if they start to help themselves. Guys, every single one of us in here at some point has said these things. Have used this mindset, this heart that doesn't align up with what our God and what the word and what he tells us to do. I get that it's challenging. I'm not taking away that things aren't challenging. So I hope you don't hear that. But what I am saying is that if you're standing here and you want to grow, if you want to receive the word and you want to obey and walk it out and see growth and maturity happen in your life and in our church as a body, then these things aren't an option to just do whenever you feel like it. Because you can't do some of them and not the others. It doesn't say that either. It doesn't say pick and choose what you want to do. It says you love. And why we love is because he loved us. I don't care what happens or who you meet or what some individual does to you every time you see them. If you are changing your relationship and how you treat that individual based off of what they do, you are missing it. And you know what you're doing? You're only hurting yourself. You're only putting a wall. You're you're only surrounding yourself up. You are doing nothing for yourself or the kingdom or the people around you, if you are just loving them at whatever love they give back to you. And guys, listen, I know the world right now is so big on doing you and and telling you that ah, I don't pay no mind to them or whatever. But if something's on your heart and God's leading you to do something, and if we if we could just get to a place that whether I stand right here and he has no hair, which his head is super shiny right now, or he has a bunch of hair, if we, if, if we can look down these lines and just see beating hearts, not look at what clothes they have on, what shoes they have on, none of that stuff, and we can just look and say, he died for them too. Like, that's when our heart, and, and when we're going to see the growth and maturity in our church to want to help serve and love one another, because that's what this is about. This isn't about anything else but this. This is, and, and guys, this is why this is so important. He's, he's leaving. He saves us for last because I want you guys to remember to understand this. This is it. You have to do it now. If you don't do it now, well, they say, if you don't do it in your own home, you ain't doing it out there. If we don't start loving in our own church, we ain't going to love on the streets. Everybody wants to save the streets and wants to do all this stuff. And, but we got to start loving right here where we're at 
if we want to make an impact anywhere. But there's people in our church right now that are hurting. There's people that need love. There's people that just need an ear to listen. Some of y'all like to talk. I'm one of them. I love to talk. But sometimes people just need to, they just want an ear to listen. They don't want to hear about you and what's going on in your life all the time. They want you to sit down, just sit there and be like, I understand. I get it. And that does so much more than us always going around trying to tell them, well, you got you to tie your shoes and you got to change your pants and stuff. And you gotta, If you stop doing that, then we can start doing this. Now, that, that's not what I read in my word and how we're supposed to love other people. And then you wonder why there's a distorted view in your life of how to receive love because it's, it's, it's how you're giving it and how you're, you're taking it in. So go, uh, yeah, this one's good. Um, there's a reason, right? Because I know everyone's out there like, I know people, I am too. There's things that I do that I'm like, I got, there has to be an ex. Like, just let me know why I'm doing this and I'm good. I don't care what it is, but I have to know why I'm doing it. As, as people, I think we just, we have to. But 35, this is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples. When they see the love you have for each other. To you read that again? 35, this is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples. When? They see the love you have for each other. This is the big picture, y'all. This is spreading the good news. When we love one another, that's how all of this, that, that's how he gets seen on our earth. Let's be real. In, in today's church and just online in this world in general, whatever, it looks crazy. And I hate to tell y'all, but we're the reasons that it looks crazy. Because we are, dis- we are sending out a distorted message that's confusing, that doesn't line up with our Bible, of the word of truth, of what it speaks. And that's why we are not making any ground on, on getting... Uh, Helping people get set free and walking in freedom and touching other lives because we are confused on what we are to do, and that is to love each other. We have to receive. We have to receive. Can you bring that up here? I didn't. I don't know why I thought about this, but I know some people are like visual learners. I'm a visual learner, and I'm sorry if I make a mess. I won't do it near your uh, your stuff, Don. So I was just thinking about this. So a part of a part of our struggle is you know, we we need to start taking the time for ourselves to uh let me see how I want to do this. Taking the time for ourselves to start reading our word 
understanding more about what what our call is and what everything is meant to do. Because in our confusion is where it leads to mass confusion. I have to first receive the love. I have to first understand what was done for me. And I, I love people. I, I know a lot of other people love people. I can tell you honestly for a time in my life I tried to love enough to feel loved back. You, you can't, that doesn't work. If you don't, if you don't start to learn to receive love and what was done for you, you're given what? Nothing. You're not doing anything to really help. When you can start to receive love and be filled up. And it changes you to where you now are able to go and love somebody else and they can start to receive it. You can carry that. Do we understand that? That if we don't receive ourselves, we can't give. We can't give nothing. We have to grasp what he did for us. We have to grasp the teachings that he was telling us. This really, this really kicks into in thirteen a a like a intimate teaching of, of really what's going on. Like this is getting in there, and it's getting really good, and it's important. But if we don't start understanding, church, that love is what's going to. He's going to play that song, What's Love Got to Do With It? <laughs> what? Well, I ain't even going to try to sing it. But it has everything to do with it. Right? It's the only thing that matters, in my opinion, of what I'm understanding. Yes, there's a lot of other things, but if I miss love, I'm not living. We're not really living, walking around free if we're missing the love and understanding what was done for us. Go to the next slide. Oh, there oh, there is one. Go go to the next slide, please. First John four nineteen, the message translation. We though are going to love. I love how this puts this. Love and be loved. First we were loved, now we love. He loved us first. Guys, it's time for our church to start loving on a new level. It's time for us to get whatever, whatever uh, definition of love you have, wh- whatever it is, it's time we start opening up because the command that was given then is the same one that we have now. And we have to start loving at an elevated level. We got to start loving differently. People are hurting People need loved. People don't need uh, to. We need to see it and receive it. And that's how we're going to know to go and give it. I want to I want to end with a little uh, little story that this is how God works. It's so cool. Uh, I got a call that was directed towards me yesterday, and I'm not going to mention any names, but it was super powerful. And a gentleman reached out and he said, uh, hey, I'm sitting with a, a man and 
you know, he's, he's struggling it. He's, he's on his way to, you know, end everything. Uh, and he's got questions now, though. And I'm like, well, can I talk to him? And this man gets on the phone. He's like, I'm lost. He's like, I don't understand it. I'm lost. He's like, I have a job. I make good money. Um, he's like, I go to work. All this stuff. He goes, but for some reason last night, all this stuff hit me. My parents pass in, uh, you know, different, different things like in life. And I'm just overwhelmed and emotional and I can't control it. And I, I went and got drunk and I'm walking up the street. And now I sit in this man's car. And this... This older gentleman, just a nice man that said he used to have a Christian coffee shop and all this. He, he was driving by and, and saw this man laying on the ground and stopped to help him. And what's so wild about all this is this guy is completely like, he, he's on his way to end everything. Now he's sitting in this car with this man. And the question that he ha- he's like, I have questions. Why did this man leave me or pick me up and I had $900 blowing around on the street and he didn't care about a dollar, but he picked me up and put me in his car and said, what can I do to help you? Guys, that like, that gives me chills that this man is sitting here. He's lost. He's reaching out for help. And thank God I told him, you know what's awesome about all of this? That, sir, there is people in this, this world that just care, that want to love. He didn't want your money. He just wanted to make sure you were okay. Now, this man is wanting to meet. He's got questions. He has things. All because a genuine act of love. Like, he, he kept expressing to me over and over and over again, I don't understand why, I don't understand why he he picked me up to help me while I'm talking with you. Why? And you don't want nothing like he didn't care about the money or nothing. And it's so perfect for what we're talking about, because what God's trying to get us to see is that this love that needs to start coming out of us and being released from the people that are believing and understanding that what he did for us, we want to now share and love others because that's the command that he's given us. There's no shortage of people hurting. Guess what there's a shortage of? People understanding the true message of what this is to walk this thing out to love other people where they're at. That's what we're missing. And man, I just sit there and I'm like, God, help me love like this gentleman loved. My schedule gets super busy. I know I'm not the only one in here that's like, "Ah, it's been a long day. I've had this, this. I got to go do this. I got to do this. I don't have time to do this. But when we're not open to walking around, understanding our first mission here, which is no matter what we do, no matter what you do as a job, no matter where you go on a daily basis, that if you're not opened up for him to work 
through you and to speak to you. You're you're missing your full time job. I don't know how else to put that. Maybe that's not the right way to say it. But if you're not completely open and seeing the hurt, that's the hurt isn't hard to notice people. And you guys know that. I know I'm not the only one up here that can look or get feelings and see something and feel some type of way. I know I'm not. It's whether or not you're really going to focus on understanding what's been done for you and what you can do to send that out for others. Wait, if you want to come up. Sorry about my water and stuff. So... What I want to do, guys, is I loved when we huddled up. Now, I ain't going to make y'all do that because I don't want anyone to get uncomfortable. I mean, we got a running strip now. You can run and take off if you want to. <laughs> but uh, I, I really want us to start getting to a place. So you can go ahead, wait, whenever. I want us to start getting to a place to where we can, uh, we can really open up. As listen, you don't you don't get anywhere by closing off and then and thinking that something's just gonna come in and completely radically change your life if you're not gonna be open to it. That is the one thing that we have the ability to do is to close and shut down people, anything, keep them away. But when we start to be open. Guys, I promise you, when you start to humble yourselves, man, you want to talk about seeing God in a new way. He will reveal himself to you in such a way that it'll, it'll blow your mind. That we have to start getting to this place to love other people. I, I don't know how else to say it, but we can't go to the next if we don't understand how to love others right now because that's what he told us we are to do but you learn to want to do that when you receive everything that's been done for you and I know people are struggling I'm not trying to make this a healing thing I'm not trying to make anybody uncomfortable we're all in need but what if we just were honest about needing to understand and renew and refresh our our minds on what it is to really love like I said we have the answers we can play the what ifs and we can continue to do that or we can start reading coming together learning how to serve one another that's what he did the highest of highs came to serve at the lowest of places Yeah, it's funny because they were, when they were in all this, they were struggling. Which one of us is the greatest? Everybody, yeah, what is this and that? We're missing it, guys. It ain't about being great. He's the one that's great. If it wasn't for him, none of us would be standing or sitting here today. Thank God for his grace and his mercy and his love and what he did for us. We didn't pay for none of that. It's not our jobs to hold that. It's our jobs to receive it and release it. Tell somebody about it. If you know so take five minutes out of your day to talk somebody 
the people around you. Listen, if you can't talk to someone that's sitting in here, I know you ain't doing it out there. What would, what would happen if you would start taking a few minutes and doing something new in this new year and opening yourself up to where you're going to allow God to start using you that's going to grow you and help you get to a place of walking each day closer to being the way that you were created to be. But it starts with you. I love you enough to tell you I'm here. I know Phil's here. My wife, Autumn. Uh, there's a, I can't name, there's a bunch of people in here. I can name everybody off that's here. We have so many people that serve in our church and that love other people and do other things behind the scenes. But, guys, listen, all of that means nothing if we don't start to love one another. If you don't start to do it right now. So I just want to challenge you guys that if you just want, let's go ahead and bow our heads. If you want a fresh understanding of love, what it's calling, what, what he's calling you to do, what he's laying on your heart, if you want a fresh touch of what that looks like, or what that feels like, or say, I want more, just slip your hand up. I want to pray for you. I see your hands. I see your hands. Guys, this is a place that we can come in and we can be real with one another. Pray for one another. Start doing the things that the Word tells us to do because there is a reason. It says at the end that that's how they will know. Guys, we're going somewhere. <laughs> we're going somewhere that's so much better than here. But while we're here, we can start to show that love and help others get to that place together. So, Father, I just thank you right now. Father, I thank you for the opportunity for us to join together, to share your word. I thank you that you're unlocking hearts right now, Father, to take that love to a new level. To start seeing the world and seeing these people like you do, Father. We receive what you've done for us. If there's anybody here, Father, that, that doesn't know you, as a church, I would ask right now that we would just say this together, make it short and sweet, that we thank you for what you did. We understand you send your son to die for us. And that so we could have life and be made new in you. And we're so grateful and thankful for that. And we just want to, uh, we want to thank you, Father, for what you're going to do in this new year, to what you're doing right now. If anyone needs a healing, I ask that you would touch and restore their body right now, Father. And just open our eyes, our ears, our hearts to love on a new level. Let's level up this year. We thank you. We honor you. We love you. In Jesus' name.